0: Welcome to the Farm Answers Podcast. The Farm Answers Podcast takes a deeper look at projects funded by the USDA National Institute of Food and Agriculture's Beginning Farm and Rancher Development Program and how they are reaching beginning farmers and ranchers. Hi, Erin. Welcome to the Farm Answers Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's going to be really good. So uh, we have Erin Carney with us, and she is a part of the Colorado Cattlemen's Association. Erin, can you tell me a little bit about um, the association and your work there?
1: Absolutely. The
0: Carl Cattlemen's
1: Association was actually founded in 1867. So for over 155 years, we have been advocating and serving the membership of Colorado. Um, We have about 2,000 members across Colorado, as well as uh, 45 local affiliates, which is kind of county-based Cattlemen's Association. And one thing that I'm I'm really proud of is we have a member in every county of Colorado. So um, amazing. Good job. Yeah, yeah. When we say we represent um cattle producers in Colorado, we're actually we're representing color, uh, cattle producers in every single county in Colorado.
0: very good. so so y'all received this grant um, to work with beginning farmers. And can you tell me about this program? you started the ranch legacy, right?
1: Yes, yes. The ranch and legacy um, program was, Founded, and then um, when we got this grant, we kind of had big visions for how to. Um reform it and make sure that we're serving the young and beginning farmers and ranchers in Colorado. And so um, this has kind of been like a brainchild of mine and um, and kind of my passion project because I'm a beginning rancher myself. So um, I really see how it could benefit um, beginning ranchers in Colorado. So um, it's kind of twofold, um, the Ranching Legacy Program, in that it's um, kind of continuing education of in-person and online programs. And then also another component that we added on in this grant was the Ranching Legacy Leadership Program um, for young and beginning farmers and ranchers to gain leadership skills in order to um, run their own operations, but also lead in civically in their communities, in the state, in the nation, um, where we see um, maybe young and beginning ranchers don't have those tools in their toolbox or they're just overwhelmed with how they fit into the whole picture. So we kind of give them all the tools to represent um, their communities and and state.
0: I like it. It sounds like a really good um, learning and growing opportunity for those that are are new to ranching. Why why do you think there was a need or why do you think this is so necessary, especially at this time?
1: Yeah, um, I believe it was five years ago we did kind of a survey of our membership and we did it um, in conjunction with Carlos State University. We also did a needs assessment and both of those showed us that one, um, you know, CCA has historically been a policy based organization and in that um we saw a declining interest in policy and i think it's um just the overall you know feel of the kind of nation and maybe it's a little divisive and maybe they weren't wanting to engage in that. But what they were wanting was educational opportunities and continuing ed, op, op, um, continuing educational opportunities. And so um, this is when Ranching Legacy was really formed. Um, and then in that needs assessment, it really outlined who their trusted organizations or who their trusted information sources were. Um, Surprisingly, their neighbor was number one. Um, (laughs) I used to work in extension. I am not surprised to hear that. Um, But number um, high up there was um, Carl Cattleman's or association or their associations. And so we really saw that as an opportunity to offer these educational opportunities.
0: No, I totally get that. That's good. You guys were number two. You're in the right <laughs> spot. That's wonderful. Yeah. So, so there was a need as you kind of examine what's the mission and vision of our organization. And you mentioned uh, we were we took this two pronged approach. Some of it was developing leaders at you know the regional, state, national mm-hmm. level, and so forth. Can you tell me a little bit about like how many people were involved and the the impact this training had um, yeah. that maybe you're already seeing.
1: Yeah, so actually we're going through our first cohort of the leadership program right now. Um, So it's a year long program and we had uh, five young and beginning ranchers from uh, that represent every like every quarter of Colorado. Um, And so they are. They're. Getting tools, they're really excited. They've attended both of um, CCA's conventions, and then they also attended the state capitol during legislative sessions, and then actually met with local leaders to learn how what their vision is for how to get involved locally and how they can have the biggest impact. And then also met with past leaders of Carl Kettleman's Association um, to tell them, to give them advice on how to get involved or how to make the most impact. Um, But also that some, sometimes we want immediate gratitude and sometimes it takes you (laughs) 10 years to get to that point. And so kind of give you, give, gave them a dose of reality as well.
0: I think that's great. You're trying to set them up for success in the future. So cohort is underway with the, the first prong mm-hmm. of the program. And do you want to talk a little bit about uh, the second prong of the program, too? Absolutely.
1: Yes. So this one, um, we've been having a little
0: bit of um, delay, I would say. Due yes. to COVID. OK. Yes, I did read about that in yes. your brief, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this, I want to, yes, please dive okay. into this, because I was super intrigued as I was reading. I'm like, oh, this is like an educational nightmare. But you guys, from what I was reading, you navigate it. So tell us, yeah. set the stage, okay. COVID happened, I get a grant, COVID happened. <laughs> yeah, um, yes,
1: yeah. Yeah. so um, we've, we're really excited. We were on the cutting edge of launching this online program, and then, COVID happened and some of the things that um, were impacted by COVID, I guess not on my radar was online programming, but as you Um, think about the university system and the, and the needs and the demand for that as it um, exponentially increased for online programming of courses and, um, you know, coursework. So we were actually put to the bottom of the, (laughs) the, the, the service, just because we're a non-credit course. However, mm-hmm. what we really found in this is that we really reimagined how to deliver um, deliver our courses online because this really gave us one, a great learning curve on online learning um, as there was such a demand, there was so much learning that happened. and secondly, um, we were we've been first in line um, for developing this online course, and as it moved from this university CSU online to now um, the College of Ag Sciences at CSU is now hosting their own um, online development coursework. They have a whole kind of. Team working on this, and we'll be one of the first ones to have a program developed out of this. So, um, to service extension um, as well as the College of Ag Sciences out of CSU. So, we did not expect uh, to right. be <laughs> to go through this um, and to have this big of a learning curve. But I, but I think in the end and through this postponement and delayed of the delaying of the program will have a better product will better serve our membership and the beginning farmers and ranchers in Colorado because the program development the program modules will better fit their needs um, and will better um, be a better educational tool as well.
0: I like it so so. Covid happened, and right that seems like a lot of lemons. But the lemonade—it sounds like out of all of this—is that the online um, course offerings, or uh, I'm trying to think of the way to say it—they're um, going to be better. It's going to be better as a result Absolutely. because the college has so much more, or university rather, has so much experience delivering them. Delivery—that was the word I was looking for. The delivery is going to be that much better. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, another thing that we never would have thought about is how in-person learning could just be cut off <laughs> at any point. But online online learning is always there and it's always available. And I think that was one of our goals through this project is to meet the beginning farmers and ranchers where they're at, where they don't have to go somewhere, where they may might have a... Um, a job in town and they're only available at this, in this, you know, minimal, minimal window and meet them where they want to be met. And um,
0: I think that's what the online learning tool will accomplish. I think you're spot on. It definitely is a more convenient way to learn. It's a different way to learn, but it's more convenient. And I think it works really well for those, like you're saying, that are working and trying to get themselves educated and Mm -hmm. are just very, very busy. So do you have any stories of like an individual farmer where CCA has seen great success and you're like, this is what gets me really excited about these beginning farmer programs?
1: Yeah, I would say. I would say through the leadership program has been the most inspirational because they, they all came in, um, pretty quiet. They all have, um, interesting enough, all of their family kind of has a legacy of being involved, but they just hadn't been involved yet. Um, and so them getting involved and then also, Discovering maybe their pathway of how they could have the greatest impact in their communities. So, um, whether that be potentially running for county commissioner or um, becoming a committee chair at NCCA, which eventually they'll become on the CCA board or um, and go through leadership in CCA. And so, I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, one of our one of our greatest um kind of we're calling them you know leadership sessions that we had we had a panel of county commissioners kind of talk about um their their pathways but also um it was a bipartisan um bipartisan panel and just to see their agreement i think was inspirational to the group that Um, We may hear or see things that are going on in the world or the nation, but like when it really comes to ag issues or it really comes to county doing county issues and doing better for the community, it's a bipartisan issue. And it was pretty inspirational to see. And then later in that day, we had um, we call them ag adjacent um, leaders like Tony Frank, the chancellor of. Colorado State University and um Rebecca Corliss who's actually a Colorado Supreme Court justice um oh my gosh she get like the big guns wow (laughs) yeah but she's also um her and her husband ran a sheep ranch in Colorado and then um Carlos Fernandez, he was the director of Colorado Nature Conservancy, but all of them talk about their vision for Colorado Ag and also give advice on how um, what's needed for beginning farmers and ranchers and how their voice matters. And so it was a pretty inspirational panel, but it also was pretty tactile in in giving them um, advice on how to get involved. So um, I would say that that leadership program was pretty... Um, inspirational and pretty motivating for that group.
0: It's um, it sounds like a beautiful day. To be <laughs> honest. Like what a beautiful vision! Like everyone is yeah. in agreement on certain things. Might have different ways of getting there, but in agreement on on issues. And what a what a good know, witness or example to to those young people or those mm-hmm. beginning farmers sitting in the audience to hear yeah. that to realize. Yeah. I I can do this, too. We can actually like work together to find common ground to find solutions. It sounds it sounds like a really good program. Yeah, it
1: it was it was great. Um, And then their next one will be attending CCA annual convention and just taking part in the policy and um, convention wise educational learning that goes along with convention. And so that, that program is off and running, and I'm really excited about um, growing that program. And um, we, we, we were pretty selective in that first five to make sure that they were passionate and successful. And I just imagine the next five or 15 will be just as passionate and successful.
0: Okay, so you teed me up very well for the next question, which is how does a beginning farmer engage with these programs that you're offering, whether it's the online courses or the the leadership program?
1: Yeah, so through the leadership program, it's uh, applying through Carl Kettleman's Association and just becoming involved in Carl Kettleman's Association. And then secondly, the online programs and the in-person lectureships will hopefully um, be launching soon from um, jointly from CCA and Colorado State University. Um, as I mentioned before, just because of the delays um, the program development and and getting, getting the whole university kind of involved in pushing to make sure this happens. All the modules are taped and ready to go. It's just um, in development, so in development as well um, and then we're in the meantime while that's in development um, we're also planning on hosting in-person lectureships um not only in major metropolitan areas but trying to get out across the state to make sure that those um underserved areas are out actually um getting um, that those educational
0: lectureships that um that they 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 desire. That sounds good. You are very close to the finish line. It's the finish line of a marathon. It sounds like, but hopefully it it's is. in sight, it and uh, you'll be there too. That's exciting. Everything is taped. I was um, giving you two big thumbs up as you were saying <laughs> yeah. that like, you're so, close.
1: It, it so close. it is so close. It is so close. And I, you know. That's the beauty of grants is that you never know what's going to, you kind of lay out this proposal, Mm -hmm. but you never know how you're going to get there or all the (laughs) kind of hurdles that you're going to take to get there. Um, But I'm really
0: excited about this program. You have conveyed your excitement really well. You can, <laughs> I can hear it in your voice and um, yeah. you see it as and we're I, talking.
1: It, yeah, I just like, I know what good it's going to do for not only Colorado producers, but um, the whole uni- nation. Um, there's not really a program serving producers or beginning producers like like we have imagined and so
0: we hope it's accessible to not only Colorado producers but every producer throughout the state or throughout the nation. I love it. You have a long-term plan too. That's great. So Mm -hmm. really quick um, last question. What advice would you have for someone who is starting a beginning farmer program?
1: Selfishly, so I would say join your, lo- uh, your local Cattlemen's Association as well as your state Cattlemen's Association. I think the Cattlemen's Association offers educational opportunities, but they also offer networking events um, where you can learn from your neighbors, um, which is one of the best, one of the, um one of the most requested or I guess, highly coveted um, learning opportunities. But secondly, the Cattlemen's Organization, which offers um, educational opportunities. And we've really worked on making it a welcoming environment to young and beginning producers and offering those topic areas that are requested by um, young and beginning producers, such as Acquiring land or learning more about producing in this environment Um, and just um, those requested topic areas that have been um, requested by the young and beginning
0: farmers and ranchers. Perfect. That sounds um, it sounds really good. So we will wrap up here. I want to thank you for joining me today. And where can people learn more about your project and Colorado Cattlemen's Association.
1: Perfect. You can find more about the Ranching Legacy program on our website at coloradocattle.org and then follow along on all our social media We're mainly on Facebook at Colorado Cattlemen's Association and then on Instagram at Colorado Cattle
0: thanks, Erin. It was great to chat. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you for listening to the Farm Answers podcast. This episode was hosted by Betty Burning, produced by Curtis Monken and Jeff Reisdorfer. Listen and subscribe to the Farm Answers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major streaming platforms. Tell your smart device to play the Farm Answers podcast. To learn more about this USDA NIFA BFRDP project and other projects, visit FarmAnswers.org. The Farm Answers podcast and FarmAnswers.org are funded by the United States Department of Agriculture, National Institute of Food and Agriculture, and are a product of the Center for Farm Financial Management
0: at the University of Minnesota.